This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Brian Catherman. And I'm Josiah Walker. And this is a podcast where we talk about Christian things, Christian books, things that are going on in ministry, and basically the Christian life through a biblical worldview. And uh, Josiah, I got a text that I want to read to you. Okay. And then I want to put some background to it, but but I want to talk about Lifeway, which is a Southern Baptist entity. Right. Uh, and we're Southern Baptist. We pastor a Southern Baptist church. Um and Priscilla Shire. So I got this text, which I don't, I think normally just, I wouldn't have thought too much about this, but a lot of sure. things have just transpired recently. So yeah, we just had the Southern Baptist Convention. So yeah, yeah. And that's what sort of, that. and we had some people wanting to do a study. And so anyway, here's okay. the text. I want to put some, I want to put some groundwork out here before we start this conversation. Uh, the text is from Lifeway. It says, Lifeway, experience Priscilla Shire's powerful Bible teaching from wherever you are with the Going Beyond simulcast on August 26th, exclamation point. Which, by the way, we I clicked the link. It is a woman's event. It's a woman's simulcast. Okay. Save on registration with this code, oh, a GB uh, summer sale, valid until 714. Then the link. And you go to the link, and it's a whole thing for the simulcast. Now, I don't think I would have thought too much of this except two things. The first thing, which I want to talk about more in a minute, is... So we had a, a member in our church come to us wanting to lead a small group study and using Priscilla Shire's material. And Correct. so we kind of wanted to research that and look yeah. into that, which I want to talk to you about that more in a minute. But the other reason this was just ringing in my ears was, well, one, some of the results of what you found from that. But two, um, we just had the Southern Baptist Convention, and I, right. I want to play a clip from Ben Mandrell at Lifeway, and the question has to do with Beth Moore. And for those who don't know, who's Ben Mendrell? Oh, he's the president of Lifeway, which is okay. an entity of the Southern Baptist Convention. And one of the questions basically was, hey, you're going to hear it. Um, why do we? Why does Lifeway sell Beth Moore books, is the question, if we hold to this view and Beth Moore's now not a Southern Baptist yeah. and outside this view. Well, she's spoken pretty adamantly against the Southern Baptist, right? Right. So, so, so like, it'd be like, why, it would be like if Lifeway were publishing Rick Warren books right now on right. pastoral ministry, people go, wait a minute, we just said we don't believe that's correct. Why are we doing this with Beth Moore? You're going to hear the question. You're going to hear... Uh, ben Mandrell's response. I'm going to play it on the computer, which I don't think I've ever done this on the podcast before. But I want, I just want our hearers to hear it in context because uh, Ben Mandrell says something about Lifeway content. So that was in my head when I'm getting this text. Right. I'm not trying to shoot bullets at Priscilla Shire here, but I am concerned. Um, I'm just concerned for how we tr- trust content. Uh, so uh, let me play the clip. From the convention, it's the question and it's his answer. And then I kind of want to hear a little bit about what you found when you were looking through the Priscilla Shire stuff. And then let's just talk about it. Let's just dialogue. What do we do here? How should we think about it? So here's, here's um, uh, first there's going to be a, let's go to microphone, whatever. A messenger is going to come up. If you're not familiar with that, the messengers get an opportunity. A lifeway report happens and there's about three or four minutes for questions. And then it's just limited to that. So two or three people get asked questions. End of story. So... Here is from uh, the Acts 2 Network. It's the recording of the 2023 Southern Baptist Convention, Lifeway Report. Microphone 4A, very quickly state your name, your church, and your question. 
My name is Kevin Williams. I am the youth pastor at First Baptist Church, Mena, Arkansas, and also a messenger from there. My question is, why is an entity that is supported by and owned by the Southern Baptist Convention selling Beth Moore books and publishing material that is authored by people serving at churches that based on yesterday's decisions upholding the executive committee's choices would those churches would no longer be in friendly cooperation with the southern baptist convention i want to use material you or made by our entities publishing arm but I cannot in good conscience. Have you read Beth Moore's memoir? That's Ben Mandrell speaking now. No. I would love for you to read her story and sit down with me and have a cup of coffee. Listen. We have a big tent here at Lifeway. We don't agree on who our best authors are, our favorite authors. You have people that you like and dislike. We want to continue to promote all kinds of voices across the channels of Lifeway. And we, we really do understand that there are certain people that we publish that are not, you're not fans of their material. But everything that we publish is inside the Baptist faith and message. And we want to continue to partner with all kinds of people that we love. And so we're going to continue to support all kinds of people as we publish material. The time for questions. Okay, so what we heard was we're going to do this. Whether you like it or not, right. you might not like it. We're, we're going to publish who we're going to publish. And the messengers really don't have a say in that. They can't tell the entities what to do. That's the first thing that he said, which, which is fine. You okay. cover that in a Salty Believer post on our website, too, about how, as Southern Baptists, we really can't tell our entities what to do right, right now. Right. I think it's called uh, the autonomy of the SBC entities. You can look that up on SaltyBeliever.com. But, so we, we don't have that control to say, hey, sell this or don't sell this. And, and Ben Mandrell says, we're going to do it. The other thing you heard him say, though, was that everything we sell is within or falls within the boundaries of the Baptist faith and message. Correct. And and I think that's that's what I was sort of wondering when I heard him say that. I thought, okay, that means we should be able to take any of those things, and if we're Southern Baptists and if we hold to that Baptist faith and message, we should be able to really uh, have very little problem with the material that they sell and they publish themselves. I don't even mean like they just sell on their website, but I mean like sure. they publish, right? But right. anyway, that was the conversation, and that's and you kind of heard how that went. What really hit me, though, is I get this text about Priscilla Shire. You've done some research, and then I, just before this, I jumped on, uh, just did a, I mean, just a super fast Google search, right? And, and one of the very first things that came up, there's like two or three things that came up right here, some full sermons and stuff. Okay, apart from what happened at the convention with elders, pastors, men. She is preaching to a mixed group in one of the videos, men and women. I don't know if it's a conference. I don't know if it's church, but that's not even where I want to go. Where I, What really caught my attention is this video that's Priscilla Shire, God is Preparing You for More, full sermon. That's the title on YouTube. It's the second entry that came up on my search. And she's preaching at Lakewood Church, which is Joel Olstein's. Right. Church. It's where he's at. 
And okay, being so, a prosperity gospel teacher, he doesn't really fall under the tent of the Southern Baptist Convention. No, and I, I'm having a hard time just from that alone saying, okay, she's at this event. Now, sometimes speakers speak at events. Sure. So, if you start to look through a few of the other hits that come up, you go, wait a minute, some of this doesn't seem as sound as I would think the Baptist faith and message would would dictate or demand. So I'm already a little concerned, but it, what, two months ago at the time of this recording? Like, it wasn't that long ago. it wasn't that long ago. We had a member, a wonderful, a wonderful saint, a wonderful sister in Christ, who is starting to really lead and and get involved in some teaching and, uh, and whatnot. And she came to us and said, hey, I'm kind of interested. She's new at this stuff a little bit. I'm interested in teaching. Uh, maybe just a women's study at my house or something. I can't right. remember the parameters, but I want to maybe do this particular study. Right? Can you can you tell me what you think about this? And the study is I don't remember what the study was. It was Priscilla Shire's Armor of God study. Armor of God study. Okay. And so you so you just wanted to look up Priscilla Shire. Now yeah. we need to do that due diligence. Absolutely. As elders, you know, any teaching, any curriculum, anything that's going to be kind of used in our church at church events we want to examine that and make sure it's okay kind of official church right stuff. we're not we're not stuff. telling our members now we right. would highly advise our members hey that's a here's the error in some biblical thing but if they sure. wanted to do a study we're not we're not saying you are forbidden from if doing our, that if our members want to have a book club or read certain books and stuff together on their own that's great i mean we have know? we probably have members watching all kinds of stuff sure. on netflix and who knows sure. what else but if it's going to be something we're we're supposed to really come together yeah. as the body of christ the church we we do our due diligence right. we try to and uh, and so even if this were produced by Lifeway, which is starting to give me pretty big doubts, and I've had some doubts, or even Crossway, which I have a lot less doubts, or Banner of Truth, which I have very few doubts, we would still need to do our due diligence. Is it going to be something outside of what our faith statement does? So when you did the research, just give me give me some nuts and bolts of some things that just came up because you watched a you watched some YouTube videos, I think. Uh, you just you did the you did the right. You did the right thing to sort of walk through that. What'd you find? Yeah, I mean, you're looking for that video now, aren't I you? I was trying to, to find <laughs> just to have a, the, the name of it for everyone. But you know, it, I remember when her name came up in the back of my mind. I was like, I feel like there's some stuff out there. I, I don't really know a lot about her, right. so I wanted to do some research. But I knew that I had some reservations, and I can't remember why. So if you search Priscilla Shire and just heresy, a lot of stuff comes up. And uh, one of the things that comes up is that... Which, which in fairness, that doesn't mean that it is heresy. There's probably a website that says Josiah Walker heresy. That's all my mistakes. So we want to be be gracious to Priscilla Shire, and that's not even the issue here. We're not going to spend our time... Like I said, we don't want to be blasting her. We're trying to understand how does our entity work in a way to serve us, or are they just wanting to sell products and having us... I don't know. That's the conversation I want to have. But anyway, what'd you find? Well, on her specifically, I had found a sermon, um, I think it was called Hand Me Down Revelation. And it was a women's conference, I believe, and, and she was preaching and speaking to the women there. But she was using the example of kind of getting handed down clothes from your older brothers and sisters, you know, and and just really wanting something just for yourself. And I watched part of that sermon. I don't think I watched the whole thing, but in there she was talking about, you know, wanting something for herself, wanting revelation just for her um, that wasn't handed down to her. And uh, in there she says, um, I'm trying to find the quote now, basically just not wanting to get spoon fed the word of God from someone else. And she says, you know, quote, now we thank God for our pastors and our teachers and our leaders that help us to rightly divide the word of truth. But 
There ought to come a time in your life where you've decided, you know what, I want fresh revelation with my name on it that has come straight from God's Spirit for my life. Which, what she's probably trying to say is don't just trust your, what she could be, to give her the benefit of the doubt, what she could be saying is, you know, be like the Bereans. Correct. Go study the Bible for yourself. Sure. Um, You know, don't just take your pastor's word for it. Although, what it comes across is, Maybe your pastor's not not going to give you the best. Maybe he's not going to. Maybe the preached word of God right. isn't going to be the the thing that God has for you. But instead, you need something else. And then the fact that she's saying, "I want something that's different, new, right. fresh, with my name on it. It's not anything that I've ever heard before." I I struggle. I've got Jude open here. I just struggle when when you're talking about you know <laughs> Jude writing to the church, dear friends. Although I was eager to write to you. About the salvation we share, I found it necessary writing to appeal to you to contend for the faith that was delivered to the saints once for all. And you have this idea, like you go to Hebrews 11, you have this idea of this isn't a new word and a, and a right. fresh word that's never been heard. It's something that's carried down. So she's, in a way, from that particular quote, that sounds very much... Right. Uh, not like what most Southern Baptists would right. would I mean, maybe now maybe we're taking it out of context. But you watched part of the sermon. Did it yeah, seem like it, that's what she was did, going for? It felt like she was going towards not just hey study God's word for your own, which I mean, she's kind of speaking to that. But it felt like it was more than that, where she, you know God needs to speak to you directly outside of His word. Right. You need something more than right. His word and above right. His word. Something not written to the word. Galatians, but written to you. I, yeah, right. I don't. Want, I want my name on it. Correct. She said right. I want right. my name. So I don't want it to the Ephesians. To Titus, right. you know, I want my name on it. And then if God is speaking to you through a pastor, that your name's not on that either, right? Right. So it felt like more of an Jesus type thing of wanting to read yourself into the text or into God's word. Um, so, yeah, I, I ended up turning off because it just, it was the kind of thing where there's enough truth there, but there was enough that just didn't sit right, it, right? It, like It's a little on the, the yikes yeah, fence. Yeah, yeah. Well, so my, my concern... With the situation with Lifeway specifically, again, this is our, this is an, an, an entity owned by the Southern Baptist Convention, Correct. supported by Southern Baptists, uh, not through the cooperative program, but buying the books. I mean, we we switched to the Christian Standard Bible, in part, right. not entirely, but at our church where we're at, because you know this is part of our our entity, our denomination. It's a good, I mean, it's a great translation. It reads well. There's a lot of issues for younger people and people who don't read as well. And But like we went through a huge process and one of the factors was, hey, this is kind of the home team. We should Correct. support the home team yeah. because that also helps support various curriculum and things. Right. And and so the concern that I have is if there's a lot of stuff that's, that's iffy and if it's questionable, I... I kind of side with that guy who asked the question at the convention. Should we be selling material that's this questionable? This falls maybe way in the blurry areas or out of bounds with the Baptist faith and message, or this particular speaker um, is out of bounds with the Baptist faith and message, not a Baptist at all, um, you know, various things like this. Right. And so I think the conversation I want to have, Josiah, is how, how are we as pastors of, of a, you know, we don't pastor a big church. And there's right. a lot of pastors out there that are just, you know, they're bivocational. They're just, they're doing the best they can to keep the church going. They don't have a lot of time. How are we 
supposed to go through the material offered and the text messages sent and have your next woman's pastor and here's this thing supported this way how are we supposed to handle this if we don't have time how long did that legwork take you if we don't have time for that well exactly right how long I mean, did I, you spend on that i spent a couple hours you know and I, and I could only, like, scratch the surface. I mean, you can't every week look at every person that our congregation is listening to or, or hearing. Was the study that, no, but she wanted to use the material. Was right. that study, was that sold on Lifeway? Is it Lifeway material? I don't know. I, I don't know who published it. Uh, Lifeway does sell it. So it's on the Lifeway uh, site. So she goes to the Lifeway site right. to pick the curriculum she wants to teach. She picks that. And I think this is beyond what Ben Mandrell said with you're going to have people you just don't like or that are outside of, I mean, I think there's some, some dangerous concern there. And and I understand. I mean the 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 Southern Baptist tent is a big tent. It you is. You know there are uh, there there covers a wide range of things, but even then it's pretty there is very specifically things it does not Inerrancy cover. Inerrancy of the Bible <laughs> you know? and the pre yes, there so, are things that are out. So we might be we might be okay to be Calvinists or free will within the big tent. We might be sure. okay to to do to do church a little more purpose driven, seeker sensitive or a little more uh you know less uh seeker sensitive and Whatever we might be okay to do, the Lord's Supper more often, less often. We might, there are differences, but I, more, cl- music styles, blah blah blah. Sure, but but I'd like to think at the end of the day, being an entity of the Southern Baptist Convention, you could just trust everything from them would be sound, or that somehow that their people, the people that we pay to work there, would research these topics and research these authors. Do some of the work, you know, do some um, of that like work, not just publish them because they're popular among mainstream Christianity, right? Or this stuff will sell or in the big tent, right? Which they're actually they're promoting it, they're pitching it here. No, it, they you go to this link. Here's the sale. Go buy it. Have but, your women do it. You go to the video and it says, "Hey, I, I'm going to have Priscilla Shire piped right. into your church." Do a live stream, right? They're trying to sell this material. I would like to think they do the legwork. I mean, they they publish curriculum for vacation Bible schools among all our churches across America. And yeah. I should be able to just trust that what I'm going to receive is going to be in line with the Baptist faith and message. I would say solidly, too, not right. on the fringes. I think right. that's the issue. Like, that's a good point. Like, when you get close to the fringes, that gets a little more iffy, and then we have to do more legwork. Now... It might certainly look like it's SBC curriculum because the SBC might be such a big tent that we don't have many boundaries and all the lines are blurred. Oh, that looks very SBC. Maybe they publish it in those contexts. It's just good for everybody, good for what sells, good for what's popular. I don't know. But based on what I heard Ben Mandrell say, now granted against you know a question about Beth Moore's material, but the question was still what about these individuals? And I, would, I could do more research on Priscilla shire and and maybe it's a one-off fluke but i should be able to trust this and when a question was just asked and the question before that you know he said hey what the question wasn't the most appropriate when is lifeway going to stop publishing light and fluffy stuff which could have been worded way better sure hey could they publish more academic stuff and could they do this and that and then the response was like hey these people work hard but i think i think what's kind of underlying all this feeling even with some of the the vbs stuff it's like, I don't want the soft prosperity gospel. Correct. Hey, you're going to be happy and, and everything's going to be great. I don't want the potential for woke material. I don't want the stuff that's outside of biblical inerrancy. I don't want the stuff that's, like, for the same reason, like, like so, okay, I like Banner of Truth, but a lot of that stuff is Presbyterian and has a Presbyterian sure. bent and a right. Westminster confession. So Lifeway shouldn't be producing that stuff either. Correct. Right? Because we aren't Presbyterian. Because our Baptist faith and message doesn't uh, lend itself to baptizing babies or having various top-down leadership, things like this. So I, I, it was just really almost maddening to get the, the text message 
Right. Which, why in the world do we even subscribe to these text messages if we can't trust the material they're trying to sell us? Right. I mean... It's I, just rough. Right? I just took a Baptist history class, and so I know that Lifeway started as the Sunday School Board to help equip our churches and help our churches. There are a lot of resources out there that we as a church use outside of the Southern Baptist Convention. For sure. But I know going into it, I'm going to pick and choose the pieces I want out of that. When our congregation knows that we're a part of the SBC, they go to Lifeway just thinking, well, this is part of my convention. Everything in there should be trustworthy. So the, the reality is we, it wouldn't be. We have to teach all the people in our congregation. Lifeway is a bookstore yeah. designed to sell and make money. Sell right. books, make money. And so is that material more or less trustworthy than any other bookstore? And we have to start telling them, no, use discernment. Right. Use a great deal of discernment. The sad part is, do you feel like you have to do that much? Do you have to, do you have to encourage that much discernment with, like, Crossway? I don't feel no. like Crossway would be open to publish things outside of their, at least Correct. their statement of faith. Banner of Truth is the same way. Outside of that, you know, outside of their face of it. Now, for us, we have to measure that, but at least sure. I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be anything, at least on Banner of Truth, that I can think of that's going to be promoting a lack of, of faith in the Bible and trust in the inerrancy of the Bible. Or You're definitely not going to see anybody who's been at a prosperity gospel church and, and their curriculum, right? Even even speaking, you know? like I don't even think, I don't even think you see many of those people openly go and speak. Now I know that I know that Matt Chandler went to a Southern Baptist church. It was like with with a very different view. I think that was Furtick, who's no longer Southern Baptist. I think on occasion you see some of those conferences where you see some individuals at those places. But now even Matt Chandler is kind of moving in those other directions. But right. when you go to Crossway, I just I. You know, you still have to exercise discernment, but Crossway is a book publisher, and Lifeway is supposed to be part of the SBC as an entity of the SBC with a charge from the SBC. So it's just tough. I think the, the bottom line lesson here as we're talking about it is use a ton of discernment if you drop into Lifeway to buy books. Well, and that, absolutely. And you've made that point with me with any book you read. Always uses discernment. Just because someone's a, a strong biblical scholar or very educated doesn't mean they got everything right and everything they've ever written or said. Correct. So it, it's just a little bit disheartening that it didn't sound like Lifeway was even going to make an effort to help us on this task. So then the right. question is, who's serving who? Correct. Is Lifeway expecting us to be their customers and we serve them, or as an entity of the SBC, are they supposed to serve the purpose of the mission of the churches? Sure. It sounds to me like they're saying, "You're our customer base." You serve us. Yeah. And so if that's going to be the case, well, then I'm free to go wherever I want and, and maybe avoid. I, there's some publishers I just avoid them. And sure. maybe at some point down the road, it'd just be easier and for the sake of my time to avoid that one. Right. I don't think that's the case today. But if they continue down a pathway like this, that might be where it comes to. It's definitely something to be mindful of and to keep our eyes on. Now, I just want to end with this because we have some friends that work for Lifeway. They work hard. They are great folks. I know that a lot of these writers are working hard with Lifeway. None of this is to is to pick on any of that or to blast any of that. It's really to say, wait, this is should be the alarm bell should be going off. Right. As Southern Baptists, this should be something that says we need to get this right. We need to kind of rein this in. We need to work on this and work on it better. And so it'd be my hope, you know, that as we move forward, 
Ben Mandrell can stand up and say, hey, we, we passed on this popular person before this, and we, we did this, and you can truly trust our material, right. not, have you read that biography, let's get coffee, Correct. but no, test everything against yeah. the Baptist faith and message and bring to our attention what doesn't stack up. Right. Right, that would probably be, the that would be really encouraging, right? Yeah. And we'll get it out of the store. Sure. But the reality is it might be, well, that's really profitable, so it's still here, we're going to feed it to our SBC churches. Right. I don't know. I hope that's not the case, but today, that's what it seems like. Absolutely. All right, well. I guess we'll wait and see. I guess we'll find out. Hey, you can find that article if you want to know more on kind of how the entities work and their autonomy. Uh, the autonomy of the SBC entity yep. or autonomous SBC entities. That's the article on SaltyBeliever.com. And uh, if you have more about this or if you if you can point out, hey, you're wrong this way about Priscilla Shire or you're right or whatever, you can email us at uh, saltybeliever at gmail.com. Is that Correct. right? Correct. Yep. Saltybeliever at gmail.com or you can go to saltybeliever.com and, and just fill out um, that site yep. and just help me out. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.